This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hang.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to Carpe Diem with your host, Lisa McDonald. Hey. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so very much for joining me, rejoining me on this lovely Friday morning. I am immensely grateful and stoked. I have yet another phenomenal guest joining me here on radio, my show Carpe Diem with the Contact Talk Radio Network. So my guest today is my friend, colleague, Pierre. Uh, Jenny McCaig, and uh, what I always do before I turn it over to unscripted dialogue, given that the the expanse of this show reaches to 145 countries, 220 TV, radio, terrestrial satellites, is I'm just going to provide a little bit of background information, a bit of the backstory before we turn it over to, again, unscripted dialogue. So Jenny McCaig is number one international best-selling author, Empowering Women to Succeed and 365 Ways to Connect with Your Soul, BAH Professional and Creative Writing accredited mind-body specialist and certified awakening coach, is an award-winning writer and the creator of numerous courses and seminars designed to unleash your writer within and elevate a more vibrant state of well-being. She authentically helps connect people to transformative ways to share their message with the world in her signature course, Unleash the Writer Within, and her correspondence courses, Become a Published Author and Become a Copyright rock star. Jenny's inspirational drive is matched only by her love of surfing, skiing, yoga, as well as her husband-to-be, Sean, and their pup, Bailey. You can find Jenny on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash jmwrites, on Twitter at Jenny McCaig, and her website, www.jennymccaig.com. McCaig spelled capital M-C, capital K-A-I-G. So, Jenny, thanks for joining me. This is awesome. Thank you, Lisa, for having me. This is incredible. This is fantastic. And I have to say, we miss you over at the Hive, our our entrepreneurial office, which is where we first met. And I was so grateful for the opportunity for our paths to have crossed because I'm so enamored, so inspired, and so in awe of what you've created for yourself with your brand, your business, and just your overall attitude. Very stellar, upbeat person. And uh, I really feel that my life and career-wise, things have been enhanced as a result of our connection. So I want to personally thank you for that. Oh, thank you, Lisa. I feel the same. And I, I know we connected immediately when I met you and, and you've helped to elevate me as well. Every time, every time we're in contact and just learning from you and seeing what you're doing, um, in business and on radio and everything. So thank you. Well, thank you. I appreciate your lovely kind words. <laughs> so what I'm going to do, Jenny, what I always do, because, you know, everybody's got their story to kind of explain how it is they rose to the ranks of where it is they currently are. And uh, I'm always interested in the inception of one's journey. So do you want to maybe provide a little bit of background for myself and the listeners as to how you came upon, you know, the world of personal development, authenticity, leadership? Was it something you felt that you were always drawn to do? Did you already have those characteristics instinctively within you? or Or was it through some kind of circumstance that you fell upon it? You know, that's a, that's an amazing question, Lisa. Um, I think that I, I always had something like that within me, some drive towards personal development and, 
you know, I'm a bit of an A-type, so <laughs> some drive towards towards always wanting to to get things done and achieve. But there there was something that shifted, and it was probably right around 2008. Um, something that shifted within me where it, my inner self became more more prominent and more um, important to learn about and to know on a deeper level. And I think that's th- that propelled me forward in a different way. Um, and then my exterior world changed as a result too. Um, but you know, in terms of writing, I've been writing for literally as long as I can remember, you know, I've been writing since I was 16. I had an accident at 16 and which wiped clear my memory. Um, and, and I remember writing in a hospital bed and that, you know, that introversion and that, uh, reflectiveness, um, started then and and me finding my pen on the page was was what gave me strength through those years and then in later years when I went deeper within myself to you know to discover all all of who I am so that I can enjoy all of what life is beautiful yeah I love that yeah I love that (laughs) and so just to clarify when you mentioned at 16 the accident now had you written prior to that but the memory that cognitively still being able to within your DNA know that you had always instinctively been a writer, did it carry on unbeknownst to your knowledge or at 16 as a result of your accident, did you then start to write? That's funny. I, uh, I think I've always been a writer and I think that, like you said, intrinsically that is within me. That is part of my DNA and part of who I am. And I think that was before the years of 16 as well, or the age of 16. Um, and it's funny because years later, I found a little book I had made, uh, I think from grade two or something like that. And I had written this little book in grade two. Um, you know, my friend illustrated it. Um, so I think that I was writing even back then. But like you said, I cognitively, I don't remember it. So um, that's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's quite interesting. <laughs> Wonderful. And so as a result of the accident, did you have to completely rebuild yourself or over time things start to come back to you? Over time, things came back to me. I had to do physical therapy and cognitive therapy um, to help get my focus back and get my my memory back. And, and memories are still coming back to me from that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of it, right after the accident, I had a really hard time focusing. Mm-hmm. Um, so... And of course, at 16, if you can imagine teenagers, you know, they're already unfocused, but I used to do great in school. And so then I had challenges with that, with, you know, all those kinds of things. So I did the cognitive therapy and physical therapy. I was, I couldn't walk for, um, a few months afterwards. Um, so I had to, I had to relearn how to walk. So that took some time. Um, but I did and, and, you know, and I fully gained back my, and I'm so grateful for my legs and, um, you know, because they, they work and, and I was able to retrain the neurons from my brain to, to reach my legs and say, you know, this is how you walk. Um, so, so it took a bit of time, but I, you know, within a year I was back to my, my old self, but back to a new self too, because obviously I had gone through that and connected. I think when you go through any adversity, you, you um, you know, you connect in with more of who you are. Absolutely. And yeah. 
And, you know, that's oftentimes somewhat the testimonial that comes from the guests that I have on radio. You know, they often say that as a result of, in some cases, bullying or isolation or uh, feeling on the outside of what would perceivably be considered, uh, you know, acceptance, cool, uh, inclusion, uh, whatever the circumstance, I've had other people who've been in accidents as well, and they've said, you know, as a result of feeling at the darkest time in their life or a real pivotal time of having to not just relearn, like, things that you mentioned, like mobility and cognitive therapy, but really you find out clearly, uh, very strongly and what you have to do to Rebuild because as you know, Jenny, especially being in the personal development world, you know, you have one of two choices. You can either just abandon ship and just say, you know, life sucks. Why did this happen to me? Or you can take the lessons that come from those moments of adversity and make it work for you. And so clearly you chose the latter. And I'm so happy to hear that. Not at all surprised based on what I know of you. Um, So, you know, did that change the course in which what you chose to write about? Did, Did you have a vision? You know, 16 still young. Uh, you know, you're still figuring things out, and obviously things would have had to have taken priority, like learning how to walk and all those things. But, uh, you know, when did the momentum start to pick up for you? When did it start to accelerate to the level that it's now culminated into what it beautifully has resulted in? That's uh, also a great question. Jeez, you're very, you're very articulate. I love it. It's beautiful. Um, <laughs> Thank I, you. You're welcome. Um, yeah, I think the importance of that was that I connected with words. It wasn't necessarily at that age, like you said, it's young, and I didn't necessarily have a vision for myself then. Um, but I, I connected with something which I didn't realize then that I would use in, in later years, and that is a connection to something greater than me. Um, and when I was writing then, I words moved through me, if that makes sense, as opposed to me having to feel like I had to make up words. It was just a flow. Mm -hmm. And when I was older, I went, I went away to university because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. And then I did one year and I realized, uh, you know, this isn't for me. I need to go explore the world and travel. And that was another, you know, um, important decision. And I did that. Um, and then when I was in and out of school then, um, but traveling a lot and I lived in different countries throughout the world and, um, there was a pivotal moment. I was in Australia and I was on top of a mountain and I, I felt a strong calling then and a clarity. And that's when the vision for my life started to really come into focus Beautiful. Um, and, and it was, yeah, it was, it was, and it was a connection with, with, like I said, something greater than myself where I was being guided. It wasn't necessarily about something I wanted or thought I had to do or something like that. It was, it was just more a calling mm-hmm. and, and that's when I started to feel that calling. So I think Fantastic. that, yeah. Fantastic. And so when did, when did words, and we know that, you know, it, it extends way beyond words. It's, it's, you know, it's embodiment. It's who we are, uh, as I mentioned, DNA. But when did words like passion and living fearlessly and stepping into your own power, when did that all resonate for you? Was it on that mountain? That, I don't think I was fully embodying it then. I just knew in my heart what I needed to do then. 
But I think when I started to fully live and breathe that, I think, I mean, 2008 keeps popping in my brain as, as the answer when, um, and I know I was, um, a fitness instructor at that time and I was attending, uh, some seminars on personal development. And I remember, um, attending a session with a woman who was a total rebel, you know, outside the norm of the fitness industry. <laughs> no, she was, she's got, she's, she's lovely. She's amazing. She, she is who she is, right? You know, she, yeah. um, she lives in Mexico and she's got dreadlocks and she dances on the beach every day. And, but she, she connects people with their authenticity and she did that for me. And I remember being in a session on body image actually. And, um, some of the things she said resonated so deeply that I was like, whoa, things need to change big mm-hmm. time for mm-hmm. me. And that's when I started to decide that. Those, that was a pivotal moment where I decided that, you know, this is my life Mm -hmm. and no one can, um, no one can steal from me the essence of who I am. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and then that's when I really fully felt that passion and aliveness and, you know, and of course I had to go through some, some challenging times to understand that and be able to live that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was worth it. You know, if, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. So what I would be interested to know, Jenny, as well from you is, um, what is it about you that you think resonates with other people that makes you relational, that makes you identifiable, that mm-hmm. connects? I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't know. You're a leader. <laughs> You're a leader. You should know this. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, uh, what makes me, you know, I really care about people. I truly care. So I think that that, you know, I think people can feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, what makes me relate with people? I, I, or know, what do you, what do you think people recognize that you see in them that perhaps they're not quite at the point of seeing within themselves? And how do you bring that out? Oh, that's, Beautiful. Yeah, you know, I, that's, I think that I see people for who they are and what they're capable of. Not that we have to do these grandiose things, Mm -hmm. you know, um, but people come to me, for example, saying they want to write, but they have all these reasons why they can't or why they want to live an amazing life, but all these reasons why they can't. But I see them and I see the beauty of who they are. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know what? I just give them the space to like, I'll hold the space to know that they can step into that in any given moment. And then I give them tools to do that. So that, so maybe that's what it is, is that if even in, we all have those dark moments, you know, where, where it's like, Oh, I can't do this. I, like you said, like you can choose your mindset. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you, someone needs to hold some possibility for you. So maybe that's what it is, is that, you know, I, I like to bring out the lightness in people and, and let them know that whatever they want to do is possible. And I see that in every person. It's not the special people. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> it's not, you know, it, it's, it's available for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, so that I think maybe that's what makes me connect with people because they can, I think people can feel that if you're really connecting and, and wanting to help people and seeing them for who they truly are, you can't not feel that. Sometimes people will turn away because that's too much, you know, and it's like, oh, that's, you know, that's scary because they can't see that for themselves, but that's okay. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'll always still see them in a beautiful light. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and how do you help these people, whether you call them your students, whether you call them clients, however you, you deem to term these people that come before you, um, how do you, in a very delicate, um, nurturing type way, how do you hold them accountable? Because obviously for them to be in your presence, something's resonated within them that says, you know, I want more, I deserve more, I may lack the tools, I may lack the fortitude or the foresight, but something here has brought me here and this woman can help me. How do you hold people accountable? Because anybody can come up with excuses as to why they can't step into their own power or why they can't advance themselves or why they can't do whatever it is that they secretly longingly crave to do but lack the ability, the tools, the know-how, the strength, the courage, the bravery, whatever you want to say, to do it, to tap into it. So how do you hold people accountable so that they do have their personal breakthroughs? So the biggest thing that I do, it's not necessarily about accountability, though that comes, right? Because what I do is I ask people powerful questions that get to the core of who they are. Mm-hmm. And when they connect with the core of who they are, you know, on a cellular DNA level with all of the crap cleared out of their energy, mm-hmm. they can't not do what they're here to do. Very true. And, and I think that's more of, of what it is. Yeah. And so for example, you know, recently in a course that, that I'm teaching, I had one of the participants say, I'm feeling really overwhelmed. And she had all these reasons. And I just asked her to drop down into her heart and ask her heart, what does her heart say about what she needs to do with her book? It was, she's writing a book mm-hmm. and all she, she was quiet and calm and connected in. And, and I teach tools to do that. And, and she said, I'm supposed to write this book. And it was a moment of pure clarity wow. and every reason why she why she can't or why she couldn't or um, any fear she had of, Oh, I have to get it right. You know, mm-hmm. all of that just went away because the truth is like, she, she's knows she's meant to write it. And mm-hmm. now she's showing up, she's doing the work, you know? So that's, that's powerful. So when you connect people to the heart of who they are and, uh, and help them just clear away any of the noise, mm-hmm. then it opens the path for them to, do what they truly want to do and or are called to do whatever that feeling is within them. So love it. Love it. Beautiful. And so Jenny, why don't you explain or tell us a little bit about who your mentors are? And of course that can be in the tangible sense. It could be somebody who you followed, somebody who, you know, is on the world stage, you know, it can be anybody. It can be a teacher. Who are some of your mentors who's helped guide you in your journey? So, Wow. There are so many. And I honestly think that I learn uh, from every single person I meet, including, um, you know, the people that I, that I coach and that I work with. Um, and so everyone, everyone's a mentor to me in some way um, because I, I'm constantly learning. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but some people who have really made a huge difference in my life. Um, one of my very first teachers, he, uh, he was a religion teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, he taught world religions, but he taught way more than world religions. He taught what being a human is all about. Oh, I just got goosebumps. Yeah. And I'm getting teared up to be honest, because he's, he's passed in, in, in probably geez, 10 or 15 years ago now, um, um, to cancer. We lost him too young, but, but he had such a profound impact impact on me. He also had that impact on every student that he taught, you know, and, uh, yeah, he, he used to have to write for bonus marks at the top of our page. <laughs> I am a universal, I, I am a human being or I am a universaling, you know, because just to reach beyond, yeah, you know, the identities and the, the gender and the race and all of that kind of stuff. And and that was at a time that he was beyond his time in terms of insights and knowledge. And, and he just shared at such a deep level. So he was a huge catapult for me. I, and I had one other teacher too from that time who taught me writing with such passion. <laughs> he used wow. to tell me stories and he would dive across the floor in the classroom when he's telling the story. And, <laughs> oh my, you know, those two teachers, you know what, actually, as I'm saying this, there's another teacher as well who, who taught drama and she was beautiful soul. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So teachers have made a huge impact on me. Um, wow. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. And and more recently, I mean, I have a, a healer and a business coach who, uh, Jennifer Longmore is her name, and I do recommend anyone to look her up because she's incredible. The Soul Journeys. I'll give her a plug. I hope that's okay. Uh, Beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we're here to do, empower other women, right? Other yeah. people. Yeah. And she has profoundly um, helped me shift and up-level even more, um, you know. But, yeah, I've I've had – incredible mentors um i could go on so i i don't know (laughs) (laughs) no that's okay i mean i i get the essence of what you're saying and and so lovely that people can recognize that there has been mentorship in their lives you know you sometimes because we all operate at different levels of self-awareness and so some people aren't able to even crystallize or answer who has perhaps been a mentor for them you know because some people see it in a very skewed light or they you know they don't understand to the degree that other people have impacted their life maybe it just hasn't fully resonated with them or they're still in the process of doing the work to unleash those uh those clarities right so um so yeah, I love talking about other people's mentors. I, I love knowing who's been a pivotal role in the people that I'm speaking with. I just think that's so important. So I, I appreciate you sharing that with us and mentioning those individuals. And I'm sorry for your loss with that one individual in particular. So, but obviously his legacy uh, goes on and oh, lives on. Yeah. But um, so I really, really would love to know more about how you became a number one international best-selling author. Absolutely. I would, <laughs> I would love to share with you about that. Uh, that journey came about by total, uh, synchronicity. I was going to say serendipity, but I think, you know, everything is very purposeful. Mm-hmm. And, um, I met a woman. I, I was at an event with a friend and he said, you know, I want you to meet this woman. And, and I said, no, I've got to go somewhere. I've got to be somewhere. I got to go. And <laughs> And he said, just give me five minutes. 
So I went and I shook her hand and I met her quickly. We exchanged business cards and um, she followed up with me shortly after. And she was like, we, uh, we, we like what you're doing. And I said, who's we, right? I didn't know who we was. Um, but you, she's like, we like what you're doing and, we, and we'd like to meet with you. And, you know, and I said, okay, how about in a month? And she's like, no sooner. And I said, okay, how about next week? So the next week we were going for breakfast and, um, and, uh, you know, I started working with an organization in, out of Toronto. Mm-hmm. And Randy Goodman uh, was the woman that I met, and she had um, a vision for a book. Now we, st- I started doing speaking with that through that organization, and doing work with them on a number of items. And then they came to me and said, "We want to write this book, and um, we'd like you to be a part of it. How can we do this?" Mm-hmm. So I, uh, came, we came together and we uh, had women apply who had tough, uh, tough stories. It's a book on empowering women to succeed the the first, um, international bestseller. Mm -hmm. And so a series of women and one man came together to write the book. And I wrote a chapter in the, and the forward of it or or not the forward, sorry, the intro. Um, and I edited and worked with all of the authors in the book. Um, amazing. Yeah, it, it was quite a journey. It was quite a journey. And so we launched the book and it went to international bestseller actually during the pre-launch, but no one realized because wow. we had, we didn't know. And someone sent us a note and a screenshot of it at number one. And we didn't realize until two months later that it had already hit number one. There was a big campaign. <laughs> there was a big campaign to get it to number one. We uh-huh. didn't realize that it had already been there. So it, it, you know what though? It was a lot of fun. It was a long, it was a tough journey. It was a long journey because working on my own chapter, sharing the stories of that was, was quite profound. Um, and then working with each of the authors, like I said about mentorship, you know, I learned from each of them through their stories and through helping them to share their story in a transformative way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the actual work on putting the book together and everything like that. So that was um, proud of you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. <laughs> I'm actually proud of you. And I, I also, the show is about you, but I want to show people to the, to the degree that you work with people and do try to unleash and bring out the, the best in other people. You kindly, Jenny, uh, as a result of our relationship and knowing what it is that I continually endeavor to do, you let me in on this opportunity as far as these people's second book is concerned, which you're also attached to. And you provided me this window and this opportunity to connect with these beautiful people um, who are all about inclusiveness and who are all about sharing the journey, sharing the story. And I want to thank you very much for that, for what you have done for me. And I'm so glad that we're going to be attached to this project together. So I want to thank you. Yeah. yeah, that's so. So that was the second one. Is 365 ways to connect with your soul, and the new one that you're mentioning, and I'm so excited that you're going to be a part of it. That's wonderful. Um, the 365 moments of grace, which is just, I'm so excited for that one because it's it's beautiful. And like you said, that the two people behind that book are are the most 
deeply connected souls and they're, and they're all about collaboration and lifting one another up. And I think that's so important. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So that's, and you're welcome. You're, you're welcome. It's well, a pleasure because when there are people who are supposed to share in a certain way, like I connect to that and know that. So then I reach out and, and, you know, want to share that with people. <laughs> Well, I just, you know, it means a lot to me for a variety of different reasons, but what it, what it says to me about you, Jenny, is, you know, because there are some people, unfortunately, you know, who just want to hold on to their own notoriety, that, you know, they want to just continue climbing the mountain of success on their own, and they don't understand that to be successful, and that's a very individualized definition uh, of what that means for people in general. But, you know, in terms of getting to the echelon of your own game or reaching your own goals or setting your own intentions, you know, I think it's such a lovely thing, particularly, you know, women empowering other women and giving people, a, you know, a rung on the ladder to climb up with them and, you know, extending your hand. And you did that for me with this particular project. And I just, that says so much to me about you. And it also, it also depicts a different level of authenticity. You know, there are some people who in the personal development world, you know, they, they, they latch on to that you know, whether it be a catchphrase or, you know, it's it's trendy or whatever you want to call it. But there are some people who generally walk their talk and are really all about inclusiveness and collaboration and helping other people succeed and helping other people establish, you know, further clarity and um, and rise within themselves. And you are definitely a leader for that alone. So, yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm so blessed to know you. Thank you. I've I've got goosebumps and, and my eyes are welling right now. <laughs> but and actually the the what you said about being the putting out your hand and helping to lift people up the ladder, like you said, right? Like that's a beautiful image that just popped in my brain, and and I I think that is what it's about because otherwise, what the hell are we here for? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it's not to push each other down. <laughs> no, and there's enough of that in the world, you know, and that's for yeah, people like you. It is, but for yeah. people like you and myself, you know, that's not where our energy goes. And but we do, you know, we're we're wise enough to know that unfortunately there is a population of this world that, you know, is still operating at the lowest vibrational level and I hope everybody rises and I hope everybody finds the peace and the healing within themselves um, to want to see the best for everybody, to bring out the best in everybody so for the people who are in my circle yourself included uh, who really make a concerted effort to keep the world going in the right direction I thank you for that Jenny yeah, you're, yeah, you're welcome that's, yeah, no it's so important it it's is so, yeah, it's so important so, so tell me about your courses as well. How do how do you put together a course? What what are all your tools? What's the time involved in that? Um, do you get repeat uh, participants? Um, you know, are you are you going from city to city? What, what does this all look like? Um, yeah, so I've I've changed the model a bit of how it's structured. Um, I started with workshops in person. Um, and I did a number of different workshops to both unleash my signature course is unleash your writer within. Um, and then also I've done courses on dream big, um, you know, awakening your, your magnificent miraculous life and, and really bringing that through for people. And so that expanded because I realized it was, it was quite limiting that I couldn't, 
it, it's wonderful. And I love being in person with people and, you know, and I still do the occasional in-person workshop. Um, but what I do now is I offer the courses online. Um, so when I put together the courses, it's not necessarily about putting them together as it is about getting them down on the page. Um, and then we, and then we do get them together. But when I say that, I mean that, um, I'm, I trust my guidance and I feel very guided with things. So the Unleash the Writer Within, I created that on a beach in Mexico while I was at another, uh, personal development retreat and I meditated for, you know, 20 minutes. And then I wrote down all this stuff and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is a workshop, (laughs) you know, and, and that's how I create. Um, so it's, there's a lot of that. Now I I'm trained formally as a writer and I'm certified as a coach. So I have all the tools inherent within me and I've learned them on the cognitive level. Um, and after I kind of get my downloads of what things are, I'll go in and infuse in content that is really tangible that helps people have those tools that, that are going to be important to them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so the two courses we do, um, the become a copywriting rock star and become a published author. Those are video courses. And then there, so we've, package the content and there was a great collaboration on the first course um with actually kun hua out of the uh he's lovely yes yeah he's lovely and and was wonderful to work with and he brings his own essence to to that course too so it was really fun creating that um and so, and then the other course I've worked with a different videographer because I moved um so it was you know just logistically I needed to to do that here. Um, but yeah, so we do that and then they get live calls with me too, because everyone will have questions or, okay, I'm working through this. And then that's when we go deeper and work through the, whatever it is that presents for people as they're working through the course. Wonderful. Yeah. And so, you know, you, you did mention a little bit earlier in the show one student or one participant in particular who got very clear about the fact that she was meant to write a book, and she did that, correct? She's in the process right now. It's funny, that story is from two weeks ago on one of our group calls. And, okay. Uh, but she's been showing up now, um, you know, without disclosing who she is, because if anyone's listening who's in the course, but... Right. Um, I've, I've seen a shift in her where now, ev- before everything was a challenge to get, I call it soul work. We don't call it homework in the course. We call it soul work. Beautiful. And, and all her soul work was a challenge. And now she has done every single thing that she needs to do. And yes, it's two weeks later, but I have that all the time. I had another woman who also had the call to publish a book and she had all kinds of challenges, including health challenges. Mm-hmm. And she did write and publish her book. So fantastic. Yeah. So I have many authors that I've worked with who have become bestsellers as well. And who just listen to that call and work through that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's but I, I am excited for this one participant because I know that the shift that has happened has changed her on a cellular level that mm-hmm. there's no turning back now, you know, well, you, so. can't. You, you can't, you know, once you dive in and you tuck into who you truly are and you see all the positive things as a result of that, uh, why would you want to anyway? You know? 
Yeah. So fantastic. Good job. Good work, Jenny. And so what else is on the horizon for you? What else are you endeavoring to do? What else is it you want to do or feel uh, a new calling perhaps to do? You know, it's funny. I, I, I love what I do professionally. Um, Mm -hmm. I do feel a shift, uh, happening where I know that I'm going to be professionally, I've got the writing courses and I've done awakening courses. I know that I'm opening up and moving more towards the awakening path and the awakening courses, Mm -hmm. um, which are energetic courses that help transform people. And so that is next on the agenda, if you will, but that I, I feel called to, to those courses. And there have been courses that I've been known and I've, made notes on and downloaded information on. And it's just a matter of putting those together mm-hmm. in the coming year. But what's, um, what's also happening is I feel a shift in my life. So like I said, professionally, things are, are wonderful. And personally, things are also wonderful. I'm, I'm going to be married in April. Yay! Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and we have plans to, to start a family and, and I can tell that my life in, in terms of, um, Freedom, you know, in, in, on all levels and in that I'm moving into, into more of that. So, you know, just having more time for, for the fun, great things in life. And I already have a very vibrant, full life. I'm very, very blessed. Um, but I do feel like personally, I'm probably shifting a bit more into being in that, you know, it's still creating and I'm putting structures in place so that I can still do what I love professionally, but really, um, opening up more on that, on that personal side. Well, pun intended, but that's the mothering of creation. Is it not to start a family? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's right. That's right. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. I couldn't be happier for you. You certainly deserve all the goodness, uh, that's showing up in your life. And, you know, you, you put it out there and it's all coming back and, uh, you know, it's the boomerang effect and there's no, there's no coincidence with that at all. So, um, well, that maybe answers what I was going to ask you. Uh, and I forgot one other thing. This yeah. Is important. And, and I can't believe that I've been writing a new book. So I've written my own solo book, but I didn't publish it for many reasons. Um, sorry. And, I, and you can cut me off if you need to. <laughs> no, that's, that's, a little, that's a huge something. oversight. It's it a is a big new- oversight. And this <laughs> new book though, actually, I've been working on it for since last July. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what, as of December of last year, I felt an urgency to it and an acceleration of it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's leading and, and, and not to, well, it is what it is, but it really is leading edge energetic information about it. It's called soul marketing. <laughs> and those two words, you might think, how did they possibly go together? I but, get it. I get it. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So that I'm, I'm stoked for because it just feels like it's supposed to be in the world. And so that's when I get that kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that is a big oversight. How did I know? That? That's a huge oversight. <laughs> I was writing on it this morning. <laughs> um, yes. So that is a, that is something that I'm also 
creating more space and time to be working on only because it's out of necessity for my heart, uh, you know, to, to get that on the page. So. Well, and not only that, when, you know, going back to what you just, you know, previously said as a segue into your big oversight of this huge book, um, you know, the urgency being, you know, the other direction in which you're going in to start a family. So in terms of timelines and, and wanting to, you know, because you birthed a book, right? You, yeah. you, you birthed a book and you've got, you know, other things that are needing to be birthed here. So I understand, I understand the sequence of priority and, and, uh, you know, wrapping up some business on one end before you can fully be focused on the other. So good for you. I, I, so when is this book coming out? Well, it, it, the plan is September of this year. So wow. as long as I have my hustle on and it gets to the editor in time, then, then it should be out September of this year. Okay, well, I'm expecting my own signed copy, you know yes, that. Right? You will, yes, you will get your own signed copy. Maybe not the first copy, but you know, up there, I would hope. I'll send you. A, I'll send you a preview copy. Oh, <laughs> beautiful! I'm honored. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Well, you deserve it. You're wonderful. <laughs> well, thank you, Jenny. I appreciate that. But um, so, you know, one of the other questions that I often ask people, and sometimes people are very comfortable and very clear in the answer of this. Other people kind of shy away. Some people might see it as a narcissistic thing. I don't see it that way, and I leave it completely open to each in, uh, individual guest's uh, response and intuitiveness. But what is the legacy you choose to leave behind? What is the legacy you feel you will leave behind? And, and, and we're good here, people. There's no disconnection. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny's processing. I'm processing. If so I can, if I can inspire people to be more of who they are and mm-hmm. to live what they're meant to live, no matter what that is, I don't care if someone is cleaning floors, but they are happy. Mm-hmm. Then that's, then, then I think that's my legacy. I think that if I can, you know, I say that and I think that, you know, that this is, wow, that's a great question, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel myself doing a little dance. I <laughs> inspiration, but also connection, you know, um, I, Hmm. Would you be happy cleaning my floors? <laughs> I don't like cleaning. <laughs> my floors need cleaning. <laughs> Do they? Yeah, it's not on the priority list. But anyway, yeah, yeah. But going going back to your legacy. Um, my legacy is you know it. I just. Wow, that, that, you, I think you've stumped me. I, I feel like I want to inspire people professionally and, and live in my purpose and my calling. Mm-hmm. And I think by doing that, I think by living the life that I want to live and that I'm called to live and that I know is, is meant for me to live and doing so joyfully, um, you know, gives other people permission to do the same. And I think if that's my legacy, you know, just that I've lived, Mm-hmm. And that I've, and, and the, you know, if I can inspire people, amazing. That's awesome. 
if I can help people reach their dreams, that is like, that is like pure gold, you know? Um, well, so, it, sound, it sounds to me as if you've already done that. Yeah, I, I do. Like I feel blessed every day it, because it's, it's, you know, it's funny you say that Lisa, I woke up last night in the middle of the night and I rarely do. I usually sleep fully through the night and I started thinking about how I made some t- tough changes a few years back, but how happy I am now. Wow. And, um, and like, I do get to help people. I, I, I get to do all this stuff. Now I had to do a lot to do it mm-hmm. to, to be able to, and, and every day I have to show up and say, okay, this is how I'm going to live. And, and, you know, it gets just becomes common, but I did have that moment last night and, you know, I've had a friend say to me, you know, what do you want to do? And all this. And I'm like, you know what? I feel like I've lived I'm not saying I'm, I don't want to keep living, but it, I could, I feel very satisfied and so, yeah, and and I don't know if that's legacy or if that's absolutely that is, you know, yeah. Jenny, because that's that's huge. I mean, that might sound like a simple thing to you because it's so inherently true to who you are, and that's part of your journey, that's part of your story, and certainly part of your legacy. Yeah. Um, but there's people, as we know, who unfortunately can't say that, yeah. you know, and and when you look at the gift of life, when you look at, you know being fortunate, blessed, guided, maneuvered, you know, called to, called for, however you want to describe it, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it takes a long time and it does take sometimes unforeseen circumstances to catapult yourself in the direction of achieving that clarity that makes you go, okay, this, this is what I meant to do because, you know, for those of us who choose to see the light out of the darkness or the lessons within the circumstances, um, that sometimes really is the defining moment for when we know how we know Okay, and the shift that occurs as a result where we, we get on the right path and we start doing the right things and we start thinking the right things and we start embodying the right things and we start, you know, honoring who we truly are as a result of that clarity. And so, um, you know, there's a lot of people who will unfortunately succumb to, you know, th- they will die, they will pass over whatever your beliefs are. And they will never have the richness or the insightfulness or the gift of being able to say exactly what you just said and knowing that to be true about where you are right now. And you've got so much living yet to do and so many other things that, you know, are meant to to take off in your life. Call it family, call it a book, call it a series of whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, you know, that's a really, your answer is really stuck with me. I think that's... um a light bulb went on there for me and that's absolutely huge because it's not everybody who can say that particularly at this juncture in their life i mean you're still so young and uh, but you're an old soul you know there's 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 this has nothing to do with chronolo- chronological age or anything like that you are an old soul and the fact that you can identify that say that um and stand in your truth with that i mean wow that's huge that that's beautiful thanks yeah it's it, sometimes i forget and and but in a moment, like when you're just saying what you said, I, I, and as I said it, I, I am in my truth and I do know that in my heart of hearts. And I, and I think it's so, it's so important. And, and we have moments in the day where, you know, things are like, ah, they, they could feel tough or something like that. But in my heart, I know that and, and I've lived it and yeah, and I do have, and 
a lot in front of me. And I think it's so important. There was a, a video I watched recently interviewing a woman who wrote a book. She had worked with women in, um, or, or women and men in palliative care. Mm-hmm. And the book is on the regrets of the dying. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And, and when, when I think of that, I, that's, I don't want to have regrets and, mm-hmm. and not saying that things, like you said, circumstances become lessons, right? And they can, and sometimes things are tricky to navigate and understand, but because life is complex, it's not so simple, but at the same time, it's pretty simple. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, we, we complicate it. Um, but that's, that really resonated with me when I, when I watched and, and heard this woman speak about her book, about these, these people who were dying, who said, don't do what I did. Like, like go mm-hmm. live, go do what you want to do. And, and I'm blessed. I don't know what's in me that just makes me, you know, actually I was speaking with someone the other day and I said, I don't know. I've just always done whatever the hell I've wanted to do. <laughs> and it served me pretty well. I had to learn some lessons along the way for sure. Um, and then I had to make big changes where that wasn't just a, you know, spontaneity thing. It was grounded in truth. Mm -hmm. And that's where I am now. So that's, it's purposeful. And I think if people can connect with that Mm -hmm. and, and think about and really feel and know, like if you really don't want to have regrets in your life, then you have to follow and live from your heart. Because there's no other, there's no other way. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, yeah. that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing all that. Uh, <laughs> I get all work talking about this stuff. No, I know it's the passion. <laughs> I, you know, and this is why I invite certain guests onto my show because, you know, the behind the scenes relationship or the connection or whatever brought me in the path of whoever potentially becomes a radio guest. That's what I'm immediately drawn to. And it's, you know, it doesn't have to be a household name. It doesn't have to be anything. It's not about status, acclaim, money, anything like that. It's I love watching, hearing, and feeling people getting jazzed up about their life. And, you know, and and living it every single day and hitting the pavement and taking massive action. And so that's just so attractive and it's so yummy and delicious. And, you know, like who wants who doesn't want to go back for seconds? And so you know, when I do and I feel that calling or when I feel that draw towards certain people who I've been blessed who have agreed to come on my show, it's like, you know, you've got to share this energy with everybody else who's tuning in. It can't just be for me. I, we got to share this. we got to share who you are and your gifts and your talents and your skills and your blessings and your insights. So, um, yeah, you're just, you know, you're one of those people who, you know, you're very magnetic. You're very energetic. Um, and, uh, you truly love what you do. And that speaks to, I believe, people's success, you know, uh, and again, it has nothing to do with status. I think, you know, if people can wake up every day and be fired up about making this world a better place, whether it be a, a one-on-one situation, whether it be through the pages of writing a book, whether it be, you know, talking with me here on radio, uh, your courses, um, anything. I mean, that's what it's all about because, you know, you start charging up other people, that then becomes a domino effect. And those people feel your passion. Those people feel your lightness. They see your brightness. And it 
that's a shift. That's a shift. And then they go and talk about you to somebody else about your journey or, you know, this wonderful woman, Jenny. I mean, she's on fire. She's doing this. And, you know, she said something really profound and, and, you know, it totally shifted my way of thinking. And then they start sharing it and then they start sharing it with someone else and that that person starts, that's what it's all about. And so I, I had to have you on radio to share this with all the listeners. I'm so I'm so grateful that you that you've had me here because this is is a wonderful experience and you're right uh, you know reaching out to all the listeners and and connecting in that way is such a gift and and I'm really thank you for that Lisa well, thank you for sharing your brightness and your insights. And, uh, you know, we've got less than four minutes here. The hour always goes super, super fast and too fast for my liking. So I'd like to uh, give you an opportunity, Jenny, here before we wrap up for you to provide people with all your social media contact information. How can people reach you? How can they connect with you? Absolutely. So then thank you for that. Um, so if anyone like would like to to reach out to me. That would be wonderful. Um, I'm on social media. You can get me on Facebook at facebook.com backslash JM writes. And that's W R I T E S. Um, on Twitter at Jenny McKaig and that's M C K A I G. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn. If anyone wants to reach out professionally, um, you can find me there. And then on my website, which is www.jennymckaig, again, J-E-N-N-Y-M-C-K-A-I-G.com. Um, and if you have questions or want to learn more about anything, there's, there's all the information is on the website, but you can email, um, myself and my team at joy at jennymckaig.com. And we'd be happy to answer any questions you have. Um, you know, any, any way we can help, any way I can support. I really have a, a lively community on social media. So come and, and join in on the conversations on social media. I'd love to, you know, to connect with you there and learn more about each of who you are. And I love the global reach of things. So yeah, so find me there and, uh, and, Fantastic. That's, that's it, yeah. <laughs> well, Jenny, I can't thank you enough. And, of course, people will be able to, uh, you know, find all this information as well on the podcast, which I'll be sending to you shortly, and you can attach that and link that to all your social media. And so I want to thank you very much for joining us today, for all your insights, for your energy, uh, everything. I really, really appreciate you. And when our compilation book comes out, we'll have a Skype meeting, if you're not able to come back here personally, and we'll toast Nice. Celebrate. Okay. <laughs> Woo. So, Jenny, thank you. Jenny McCaig, thank you so very much. And for my listening audience, I want to thank you once again for joining me here on this lovely Friday. I can be reached at lisamcdonaldauthor.com for any show topic ideas or anybody who may wish to appear as a guest on my show. Always interested to hear from you. And, uh, or I can be reached at lisamcdonald13 at gmail.com as well as all the same social media outlets, which Jenny just plugged. Uh, so I want to thank you again. I wish everybody a very safe day. I hope everybody's living their life of passions. And uh, I just want to say how grateful I am to everybody who supported me in my journey and those who will continue to support Jenny in her journey. So love and gratitude, everyone. Carpe diem. See you next Friday. Love and appreciation to all of you. Thank you. Bye-bye. 
You've been listening to Carpe Diem with your host, Lisa McDonald. For more information, please go to Lisa's website at lisamcdonaldauthor.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.